Luke chapter 10, let's start our reading at verse 25. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted Jesus, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, well, what's written in the law? And how do you read what's written in the law? That's what the Supreme Court does. They interpret what the Constitution says. And the lawyer answered and said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength, and, and love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said to him, Thou hast answered right. This do, and you shall live. But the lawyer willing to justify himself, or to make excuses, or to justify himself, said to Jesus, Who is my neighbor? That's a big question this morning. Who is my neighbor? And Jesus answering him said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him departed leaving him half dead and by chance there came down a certain priest that way and when he saw him he passed by on the other side and likewise a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked at him and passed by on the other side. Now I want to draw our text from a portion of verse number 30. Mm -hmm. A certain man went down. He went down and fell among thieves. And I want to talk to you for just a few minutes this morning about surviving the thieves. Father, anoint me this morning so the body of Christ can be edified so the enemy will be horrified and that you can be glorified and everybody shout in the name of jesus tell three people you're gonna survive this well you're you're, you're gonna survive i know you're going through hell but but you're gonna survive this may be seated. Now, now, when God created man, he was uh, setting up his kingdom uh, on the earth, and like any kingdom or any king, he made laws. The first law that God set up as the king of kings is found in Genesis 2.17, God said to Adam and Eve, uh, if you eat this one tree, you shall surely die. 
God was showing them what was required to operate in his space. God's kingdom is, is a theocracy, not a democracy, but a theocracy which consists of God's laws and God's rules. Now, now the Bible says uh, when there was no law, there was no transgression. I'm going to say that again. When there was no law, uh, there was no transgression. If there was no speed limit on 35, you couldn't be stopped. I heard Pastor Jay's radar detector go off uh, when he called me this morning. And I said, don't get stopped. Katie said, I was stopped last week, if you can believe that. She said, Jason unplugged my radar detector. <laughs> Blamed it on her husband. But if you're going 85 in a 55, you're breaking the law. See, when God was ready to set up a nation, he, he, he spoke to Moses and said, Moses, I want you to go tell Pharaoh to let my people go so they can worship me. And Moses said, who do I tell Pharaoh sent me? And God said, tell him I am that I am sent you. Hmm, what a name. See, but because God presents himself uh, through many different things and by many different ways, one moment he's the lily of the valley. And, and, and while you're enjoying the lily in the valley where he restores your soul, he becomes the bright and morning star. And, and as you're marveling over that bright and morning star, he becomes the rose of Sharon. And then uh, the next moment, he becomes the shepherd. And while we're seeing him as, as our great shepherd who leads us through the valley of the shadow of death. Then we see a, a metaphor of him, uh, of an agricultural term. He, he becomes a gardener. He, he takes on many metaphors. Mary, Mary thought he was the gardener when she came to anoint the dead body of Jesus. But then the gardener took off up into the clouds and started flying, and she knew gardeners didn't fly. Our God is ambidextrous this morning. He's multifaceted. He's, he's unlimited, and he can do whatever he wants to do anytime he wants to do it, 
and he doesn't have to ask mother may I so so Moses leads the people uh, across the Red Sea Pharaoh was drowned and and Moses thinking now uh, it's gonna be all downhill from now because it was Pharaoh that caused us to be afraid it, it was Pharaoh uh, that terrorized us but now Pharaoh was dead And the people still had depravity in their hearts. In other words, the devil wasn't making them do it. They was doing it all by themselves. Oh, Lord have mercy. Mm -hmm. so, so Moses shifts from being the deliverer to a judge. And he heard cases from can to can, six days a week. And his father-in-law said, son, you, 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 you're going to wear yourself out. He said, you need 70 men, and you need to put your spirit on 70 men. And, and those 70 men became the first lawyers that we have an account of. And in our context, we have a lawyer that's talking to the best lawyer that ever walked in shoe leather. I'm talking about Jesus. He's my lawyer this morning. And when I come to church, I have to praise him because he took on my case pro bono because I didn't have the money. He took me on pro bono because uh, the prosecutor was, he was, he was a high-ranking prosecutor, and he was accusing me, and the problem was the prosecutor had the goods on me. But, but Jesus became my attorney. He took my case and got my case thrown out of court so I have to come in here and praise him. I, I can't pastor a dead church. I, I have to pastor a people that, that will give him the praise and, and that will take time to give him thanks. If he ever took on a case for you, pro bono, I want you to just give him 30 seconds of praise. I, I know you're sleepy this morning and you've had a lot of church during the conference, but surely you can find 15 seconds of praise to praise him for taking on every court case you ever had. Mm -hmm. uh, for verse 25, the lawyer said, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? That's that's an honest question. But he was tempting the Lord. He, he was trying to trap the Lord. But Jesus said, what's written in the law? And how do you interpret the law? And the lawyer said, well, to love the Lord your God with, with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said, you've answered well. Do this and you'll live. So what God, what Jesus was saying, it's 50% it's 
vertical. Your relationship with God. And then it's 50% horizontal, your relationship with people. Mm -hmm. and, and my mantra is love God and love people. Now, everybody has compassion and grace and mercy for their pet sins. Mm -hmm. Je Jesus is trying to enlarge this man's grace, love, and mercy for other people. He's, he's trying to get this lawyer and us to give the same cup of grace uh, that we received from God. Mm -hmm. he, he's, he's trying to show them and us, if, if you mess up and you're still a Christian, if other people mess up, can they still be a Christian? Verse 29, the lawyer was trying to justify himself, and, and he said, who is my neighbor? Who is my, is, this is a big question, who is my neighbor? Who, 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 am, I, who am I supposed to have compassion on and, and love? Um, is my neighborhood my block, or is it my gender? Is it my culture? Is it my race? Is it a three-mile radius around my house? Is my neighbor uh, those that vote like me? Are my neighbors uh, Republicans? Or are they Democrats? Are they the people that vote like me? Or, or are they the people that are in my zip code? He was wanting permission to just love people in his circle. To just be kind to people that he was comfortable with. But, but God is enlarging his capacity and he's trying to enlarge our capacity this morning. And we, we, we get a glimpse of, of, God's, of God's love in, in, the, in the book of Genesis. God, God would come down... And, and he, he would talk with Adam and Eve in, in the cool of the evening. And, and he loved talking with Adam and Eve. But, but he had commanded them not to eat this one tree. See, see there's always one thing uh, that, that's going to pull at you. And, and, and see, what pulls at me may not even pull at you. But there's, go, there's always going to be one thing that pulls at you. Oh, I got two yeses and a, and a grunt out of that. But, 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 there, but there's going to be that, that one thing. And it was the serpent that came to Eve and said, if you just had a bite of this, if you could just get your hands on this, oh, you would be something else then. You gotta be careful uh, when you're talking with the devil. And you gotta be careful when the devil sends people to talk to you. 
because their words can poison your spirit. And you get sick spiritually and don't even know why you're sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, so they, they eat of the tree and, and, and God says, Adam, where are, it's a rhetorical question because God's too smart to be asking you questions. He's asking him a question, hoping that he'll come to himself, but he tries to hide from God. <laughs> oh, baby, I'm going to tell you, you can't hide from God. The old song said, I, I, I went to the rock to hide my face, and the rock said, there's no hiding place. You, you, you can't hide uh, from your God. And, and, and a- a- Adam said, I was afraid, Lord. I was afraid to come out of hiding because I realized I'm naked. And God said, who told you you were naked? Who you been talking to? Oh, God, I can't leave that alone. See, see, it worries me when people are comfortable uh, listening to the voice of the devil, even when it comes through your friends. And, and sometimes they seem like an angel of light. They just want to poison you, baby. Uh, you better hang up on them. I, I've got an app on my phone where I can just hit one app and I get a phone call. Hello? I don't let people go negative on me but, but because you become snared by words. I said words can be a deadly poison that'll be hard to recover from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but, but we see the love of God. We, we see the love of God here because God's in a dilemma. Because what he loves, what he loved has taken in what he hates. And, and, and what do you do when somebody you love has done something that you hate? Now, and, and I, I know I'm on a difficult path right now uh, because a, a, a lot of people have never loved. They just got that loving feeling. See, see back in 65, the Righteous Brothers wrote a song that said, you lost that love and feeling, now it's gone, 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 oh. Shh. No, 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 Lord. Don't take me there, I'll lose the whole day. But see, when you really love somebody and they get crazy, you'll start talking crazy. 
And you'll, you'll do things that you said you'd never do. You know, you said, I'll never bail you out of this again. You own your own now. You know you're lying. You know you're going to bail them, whatever it takes. You're going to get them out of it again, again, and again because you love them. Real love, it, it, it'll make a fool out of you. You'll get as weak as warm jello. When you really love somebody. But, but be part of 29. The lawyer said, who is my neighbor? And, and, and listen, to, listen to our lawyer. Listen to my lawyer and yours. It's like they're in a deposition. This, this is two lawyers in a, in, a, in a court battle here. This lawyer's faith is on trial. And, and he says, who is my neighbor? And Jesus said, a certain man uh, went down from Jerusalem. Uh, he, he, he went down. It, it's almost like Jesus is delirious. It's almost like he didn't hear the question. He said, a certain, a certain man, uh, he, he went down. See, this man started a slow decline. Verse 30, Jesus said he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and he fell. He didn't fall all at once. He started going down and then he fell. Now, for the thief to get you, you have to be on the decline. The, the Jericho Road was a dark and winding road that declined down from Jerusalem. Now, the first step for not getting stripped by the thieves of this world is you have to watch out for warning signs of decline. That's why we need to feed on God's Word. Anything you don't feed uh, will start declining and, and, and dying. You, you see, Jerusalem uh, is a city that's set on a hill. You could see the lights of Jerusalem for miles. And, and the reason we put so much focus on, on praise and, and, and worship, uh, Paul said in Hebrews 12, 22, uh, when we praise and worship God, uh, uh, we come to Mount Zion, uh, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. As long as you stay in Jerusalem, you're not going to decline. As long as you stay on that city on a hill that's lit up, uh, you're not going to go down down because it, you come to an innumerable company of angels you 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 come to the you come to God's word and, and see if if I don't take my medicine I'll get as crazy as some of you that, that are watching online I gotta have my meds baby or, or I'll say things, or I'll make the front page of the San Antonio Express News. 
Mm -hmm. You have to watch out for warning signs of decline, declines in your faith, declines in your family, declines on your job, declines in your marriage, uh, because you start declining before you fall. Be part of verse 30. He went down and fell among thieves. Lord Jesus, if, if I go down, help me, help me, Mr. Jesus, not to go down amongst my haters. Help me not to go down amongst people that are praying I'll go down. See, David said, Lord, let me fall in the hands of a righteous God. See, the thieves, they don't care about you. They just want what you got. Mm -hmm. See, some people think that people come on to them because they're good looking. They just want what you got, baby. They don't really need a place to stay. They just want to hang out in your apartments. With them sleepy eyes. I just need a place to crash for a couple of days. I'll take you to work so I can have your car. <laughs> Leave me your credit card so I can gas up the vehicle. And if you can, let some of your girlfriends pick you up from work. I'm going to hang out with the boys a little while this evening. And if I don't make it in till the wee hours, don't worry about me. Maybe they don't care about you. They just want your vehicle. Oh, Lord, I lost the whole congregation on that. They're just looking for an opportunity. See, there's people that just will wait. And they're professional thieves. They'll, they, they're patient. They're not like we are. They're pa they'll wait for months and years. They'll wait till they sense that you're having it out with your spouse. And you're having one of those weak moments. Mm -hmm. When your spouse is getting on your nerves. And, and the second step for not getting stripped by thieves is you have to keep your theft detector on at all times. You have to ask God for a fresh spirit of discernment because they'll strip you of everything you got. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, now, now the, the thieves stripped him and then they wounded him. Now, 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 Paul said in Ephesians 6 and 11 that we're supposed to put on the whole armor of God 
every day. I mean, you don't go to work without putting your makeup on and, 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 and putting your clothes on, do you? I mean, I hope you don't. But if you'll put on the whole armor of God, you'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil and the rulers of darkness of this world. I hate to tell you this on this beautiful Sunday morning. Lord, it's been a beautiful weekend. There's spirits of darkness that want to pull you down. Satan goes about as a roaring lion, and he's seeking to devour your family. So, so you've got to watch out for the wiles of the devil and quit playing with the devil because he'll take you further than you want to go. The Greek word for wiles here means his methods, his, his snares, his traps, his, his tri look at the method of these thieves. They stripped him, they wounded him, and then they left him for dead. And that's how people do you. They will strip you of what you got, leave you wounded, and then they'll disappear. And here you thought they loved you. They just had a loving feeling. But now they're gone, gone, gone. Be part of verse 30. The thieves left him half dead. Now, half dead sounds bad. It sounds real bad until you realize he was half alive. Okay. I mean, it was bad, but he was still breathing. It was bad, but he still had a pulse. James calls me regularly, and, and he'll always say, Bishop, how are you feeling? I said, well, I, I just checked my pulse, and I, I still have a pulse, so I believe it's going to be a good day. Now, now, if you're still breathing this morning, you ought to have a praise in your spirit. I mean, since I'm breathing, I'm going to thank him. I, since I'm still breathing, I mean, I may not be 100%, but I'm still breathing. We used to do a song that said, I'm breathing, I'm breathing, I'm still breathing, so I'm going to dance. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I know y'all not in the mood this morning, but mm, I, I remember... I remember when traveling, my wife and I pulled a travel trailer all over the United States and Canada, and, 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 and I, I, I came in, I came in uh, uh, one Monday uh, to see my grandmother, and, and, uh, and, and Grandma Burl, she, she was what I call a church mother. Now, now, there's old women in the church, and then there's church mothers. A church mother had the church in them regardless of where they were at. I mean, they just had church in them. And, and I walked into the nursing home, and Grandma was 87 years old, and she was in a wheelchair, 
and and she she had her hands up under a, a, a little quilt uh, because she had arthritis and all those knuckles. But when and she had had a stroke and and her left side was paralyzed. But when I walked into her room, she said, "Thank you, Jesus." And started speaking in tongues. I mean, she was instant in season, out of season, between season. It didn't matter to her. And and she reached over with her right hand and picked up her left hand that she couldn't lift up and started praising God and, and said, Mikey, how many souls were saved? She said, I was praying that you would have the best revival that you ever had. How, 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 did, how did the meeting go? And I said, well, Grandma, we, 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 we had a great meeting. Oh, and she'd she start prophesying and said, uh, the best is yet to come. You ain't seen nothing yet. God's going to put you in front of millions of people. And she said, and by the way, where were you at this past Saturday night? And I said, well, well, Grandma, uh, after service on Saturday night, uh, Rhonda and I went to uh, Dairy Queen. That's what I love about Texas. (laughs) But we were in Louisiana, and we we were in a little country. Oh, Lord, I don't know. I mean, and after church, we went to Dairy Queen. And I had me a steak finger basket (laughs) with six fingers. (laughs) Ah, Lord. And and as, as I was driving back, to the RV, uh, I was dipping my finger, my steak finger, uh, in the gravy. Lord, I had gravy all, I didn't care. And, and, and my wife said, baby, and there was a train right there. We had gone over a train track, and it went, and I'm thinking, oh, I thought, I thought the rapture took place. And, and we almost got hit by that train. And Grandma said, what were you doing at seven minutes after 10 on Saturday night? And I said, I said, Grandma, we almost got hit by a train. She went, oh! She said, I, I got down on my knees and I was interceding for y'all at seven minutes after 10 and then she just broke off into a praise and and she said oh somebody shout oh now now if 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 god has ever saved you from 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 a awkward difficult unexpected situation i want you to give god 30 seconds of of high praise and i want somebody to shout oh wake your praise up you gotta put on your praise I know you've been going through something but Isaiah said put on the garment of praise for those spirits of darkness and heaviness of you been holding back your praise and and God takes no pleasure in those that hold back 
got 10 more seconds to give him your highest praise for protecting you. I said for protecting you and being your attorney pro bono when you couldn't afford an attorney. I've had the enemy catch me red-handed before, but God, who is rich in mercy, Be, 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 be seated. I gotta hurry. Oh Lord. And the third step for not getting stripped by the thief. Now, now Jesus said the thief will come. Now you can bind me all you want to, but the thief will come. But the third step is keep working what you got. Just keep using. What's working for you? I mean, you, you may have had some losses, but you, you keep doing what you do. Bishop Tudor said, Bishop, what do you want tonight? I said, I want you to do what you do. If you'll just do. He said, no, no, no. I mean, do you have any? I said, just do what you do. I don't have any requests. I don't have any requirements. I don't have a time limit. Just do what you do. Push your neighbor and tell them to keep doing what they do. Now, now, the enemy, the enemy may have you stripped and wounded this morning, but I came to prophesy to you now that you're going to make a comeback. I want you to get up and tell three people, you're going to make a comeback. You're going to, you're making a comeback. I prophesy a comeback, a supernatural comeback. Okay, just, I didn't say 10 people, just three people, just be, 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 be seated. A certain priest, a certain priest came down from Jerusalem. You got to be careful who you listen to. I'm one of the most fussy people in the world. You ask my wife, she'll be listening to the radio and I'll get in her car and I'll turn the radio off because I don't know who I'm listening to. I don't know if they've been married two or three or four or five times. Because whatever they got in them, they'll get in you. Oh. Lord have mercy. I don't know what blog sites they've been on. What pornography sites they've been on. He came, this priest came down. He was on a downward decline. Just because they give you a goose bump don't mean you ought to be listening to them. I mean, I used to get goosebumps when Tina Turner would come on as a rolling, rolling. I'm rolling down the river.
this priest was on a downward path. Ooh. Bishop, they can preach the hair off a gnat's back. Yeah, but uh, are they on a downward path or not? Mm -hmm. Everything that shines is not gold. Mm -hmm. And 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 this wounded man, he starts getting happy now. He's I'm half dead. Half of me's not working. But if I could just get some, if a brother could just get some help up in there. And he looks up and he says, oh my God, it's a Jewish priest. He's called to help me. That preacher's been called to help me. Oh Lord, I've been around some of them. Oh, help me, Jesus. Uh, you ever been around somebody that could have helped you? And should have helped you. Mm -hmm. You know, they were a minister. They were a Bible toter and scripture thrower. They knew all the scriptures. But they passed by on the other side. And... And, and his heart starts to drop. But here comes a, here comes a Levite. Uh, you know they anointed. They the set apart ones. He, he knows some help is coming up in here now. And, and, and the Levi looks at him. You, you, you remember when Job went through his little test. Your Bible said his three friends just came for seven days and just looked at him. You ever had people just look at you and what's worse when they start rolling their eyes out? I mean, they're not saying anything. I mean, they, they did on Facebook, but they're not saying anything to you. And Job finally opened up his mouth and said, you're physicians of no value. You're like clouds without rain. Oh, Lord, help me now. So, 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 uh, the Levi comes down, and, and, and there's, there's no help. Now, if, if, if you, I'm, I'm talking to somebody, not everybody. Come next week, your pastor will be back. But, but, but if, if you've been stripped and, and, and wounded, number four, number four, you gotta, you got to learn how to survive disappointments. Because, <laughs> baby, people will let you down. When, when, when just one encouraging word will help. Oh, God, have mercy. They'll let you down. And expect you to die. And, and, and there's no disappointment like when you get your expectation up. And you think help is coming and you're going to make a comeback. And they just pass right on by you. Stand with me. I'm, I, I'm talking to people right now that have been hurt. And that have been left for dead. And you, you, you've been stripped and... 
and you've been wounded. And, and I, I know I didn't even touch the Good Samaritan because we'd have been here till 2 o'clock. But, but the Good Samaritan comes and he pours in oil and wine. The oil here is a type of the anointing that breaks heavy burdens and destroys demonic yokes. He, he pours in the oil and then he pours in the wine, which is a type of the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. That's why the enemy will try to sap your joy. Because mm -hmm. he wants your strength. He wanted Samson's strength. And he would use people to say, where's your strength at? Where, where, where's your strength? Because the enemy knows if he can get your joy, he can get your strength and leave you weak and vulnerable. This whole story is the gospel in a nutshell. Because he who was high came down low. And he started walking the dark, winding road of Jericho. And his own people stripped him and wounded him and left him for dead mm -hmm. but he made a comeback Jesus made a comeback so that he can help you with your comeback today and I know I'm not talking to everybody But the, but the enemy said to somebody, you brought this on your own. You, this is your own fault. You're in this situation because it's your own fault. But I came to tell you about a good, I mean a good God. I mean a good Samaritan. I mean, I mean the love and mercy of God. And, and, and what you did, he hates. He loves you. He still loves you even though you messed up. And in, in the written law, the, the written laws, the laws of the kingdom. But God will move to the spoken law. He told Adam and Eve, I, I didn't write this to kill you. I wrote this to warn you of the dangers. There's dangers when you drift away from me. There's, there's dangers when, when you look to other gods and, and you look to other things beside me. There's dangers. Mm -hmm. And if you're here today and, and the enemy's been hitting you or you, you've been in a massive fight. You've been stripped and you've been wounded and you feel vulnerable. You feel 
ashamed and vulnerable. Don't be. You're at the right place. The, the, the good Samaritan took the wounded man to an end, which is a type of the church. And, and God has set churches up all over the world for the wounded, for the hurting, for those that have been stripped. And the Samaritan told the innkeeper, I'm going to pay you to take care of him. See, our responsibility is to take care of you. But Bishop, you don't even, you're my, you're my neighbor. I don't care if I know you or not. I don't care what you've done or not. I'm not going to ask for a history. I'm just going to say there's a loving God that cares about you. And as, as our elders come right now, if you've been hit by the enemy, if you've been on a dark, treacherous road, and the enemy has taken advantage of you, I want you to come quickly. We're going to pray for you. And we're going to put in the oil, and we're going to put in the wine. And we're going to get you back on the road to recovery. If you've received the word of the Lord, give him one more hand praise right now.